Are you working? What kind of work do you do? Sad Eds, welcome to episode 4 of the Ball, the Gray, and the Asian podcast. On today's show, we'll be joined by our former assistant coach, Nick Cahoon, and our current assistant, Austin Sleek. The first part of the podcast will primarily feature Coach Sleek giving his input on the World Series in the NFL, while the second half will feature our interview with Coach Calhoun. Please subscribe and give us a review. It's free, and let's get traffic out! Sad, dudes. We now welcome on the first guest of episode four, Austin Sleek. How we doing? Pretty good, gentlemen. How you guys doing? Doing all right. It's all right. Glad to have you on. Absolute pleasure friend, to be friend here. Friend of the show. Friend of the show for sure. Uh, do you mind introducing our, uh, yourself to the audience just for a second? Just because we know not just Bethany listeners are listening. Uh, we talked to Plush, and mm-hmm. he said some of his coworkers are listening. Shout out. Shout out to those Shout listeners. Shout out to those people. So Shout yeah. out to all the listeners. Yeah. Yeah. As as Ben said, my name's Austin Sleek. Uh, I'm pitching coach here at Bethany hey, College. Um, graduated from Seton Hill two years ago, played oh. my college baseball there, uh, originally from Somerset, Pennsylvania. Now I'm just living the dream out here at Bethany College, working with these guys. Yes, it's an absolute pleasure. For sure. Um, yeah, I just want to give like a couple uh, shout outs before we start. Shout out Kellen for the dub. Snuck away with that. That was had a rough week. I think it was yeah. rigged. I'm, I'm still on the burner account trend. Shub did it. I'm not putting it past you either, Kellen. I was winning that for a while. I don't know what happened. So that's the only explanation I can think I of. I do apologize. Some of our picks weren't that great. It was absolutely brutal picks. <laughs> it's bad for everyone. I think my picks were pretty good. Two of your picks were parts of the day. <laughs> but they were specific activities in those parts of the day. In the on, li- on Twitter, hater and <laughs> hater and absolutely loser. not hating here, but on Twitter, your one Naysayers. one response was first part of the day, and the other one was second part of the day. Well, that that's I'm literally like that saying up, the day I'm was the best that part of the to day. To our uh, producer, who I won't name at this point, but he's the the when he types it out in text, it's, it does not convey my. You had to listen to my explanation. Fair enough. They Fair were enough. good. They were much better when I explained it. You cannot deny that. They were that much okay, better. Okay, but, but on but on paper, I can understand where you're coming uh, from. Uh, but it's still rigged, Kellen. You got lucky. I I do the graphics, so I'll take the blame. But there's only so he much I can producer. write on text. You know what I mean? I expect full paragraphs for every. Full paragraphs. <laughs> right. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh, I'll do a better job of getting text. I guess if that's what we're going to sell out now, I'm going to sell out for just the text. The text. <laughs> or just okay. simplify it. Even Kellen's at fault for that. His one option was anything on water. Yeah, yeah that, water. Well, you see, if I simply it, it's <laughs> not as good of a pick. True. I take, I'm taking pride in the explanations. I'm Quality sticking with over it. quantity. Exactly. Yeah. Um, another shout out. Shout out to the listeners. Uh, we yes. just upgraded to Love SoundCloud Pro. So we have a little advanced statistics. We have listens from 45 plus cities for episode one That's and huge. 18 Hong for Kong? episode three. Any countries? If, you guys, if any of you guys Hong are Kong sharing it or anything, we, we appreciate that. Fr- we have one from Brazil and one from Israel, actually. Wow. What? Yeah. yeah people in people <laughs> Brazil <laughs> and Israel, much yeah. love. Thank you. Yeah, we shout out Israel. You guys more. <laughs> um, so, yeah, thank you for tuning in. Uh, make sure to follow at BJ underscore podcast on Twitter for more information and DM, uh, DM us for any suggestions. For sure. Uh, going forward. Um, so let's get into the news. Uh, we want to talk about MLB or NFL first. Um, we can do the World Series first. All right, so the series is tied 2-2. We're recording. Um, right now it's 9 o'clock, so the World Series is actually going, going on right now. Yeah. I think it's 3 0 Dodgers. Yeah, Three so Dodgers. Um, Kershaw throwing another gem. Let's just uh, talk about um, the pitchers complaining about the balls. Um, so there was an article that came out of the World Series balls are apparently a little slicker than the regular season. So a lot of people had troubles controlling their slider. I know you, Darvish, had a little trouble off it. Um, Verlander said one of his sliders, Jock Peterson, hit a bomb off it. And Charlie Morton, uh, he started game four. He told Sports Illustrated that Lance McCullers took a blindfolded test and could tell the difference between a regular season ball and a World Series ball. So is so that is that why Giles struggled so much last night? Cause maybe. The ball? Yeah. That was well tough. He was for those of you, yeah, he was named. Uh, he's not the closer anymore for yeah. the Astros. That's might not have a job anymore. That hurts. Uh, coach, do you have any insight on uh, the balls being different or the balls being juiced this uh, season? Wow, really going after the balls being juiced already? <laughs> we're, um, we're pushing it. It's one of our reoccurring. No, like, I was against the balls being juiced honestly beforehand, but now that there's like valid proof of these balls being tinkered, you got players in the World Series. Tinkered. Yeah. Tinkered, yes, that is real nice word. Thank no, you very I much. I like that. Um, but no, like if they're being tinkered in the World Series, what's to say they weren't tinkered in the regular season to make the make, give it a little bit more entertainment? 
you know, if, if the guys are hitting more home runs, it's obviously going to be more people watching the game because people want to see the long ball. For mm-hmm. sure. And, I think that's you know, a popular opinion. I might be on the juice ball train right now. Ooh. I, Ooh. There we go. We got another, I might be hopping another, on another guy on the bandwagon. Yeah. 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 I'll take yeah. that. But, like, this, this whole slick ball thing, as a pitching guy, obviously upsets yeah, me. Hate it. Like, yeah. you, can't, you can't be doing that to these guys. These guys practice year-round, mm-hmm. lifelong, but for these moments. as a fan, do you care? I, absolutely I care. <sighs> as a fan. It's really not a coach. Pitching. Not a coach. Sucks. Even as a fan, though, I like so watching you good pitching. Touched. Okay, so would you rather watch a game where multiple games where guys are just striking out, striking out, striking out, Not or they're sending that. balls out of the park? But I'd rather see like a 3-2 game with like two home runs and guys actually competing on the mound rather than like a 7-5 okay. game that's all, right, all right. bombs. That's fair. My I thing understand. is if the balls are de- are uh, juiced, I don't like the deception. Like right. pitchers don't know that. about yeah. it, coaches yeah. don't know about it. So, so like, if, it's like a- if it's something that's going on, like I think everyone has the right to mm-hmm. know about what's, it. What's kind of weird is the commissioner talks about making the games quicker, but when they score runs, the games are going to go longer than more exciting like than a pitching duel. Yeah, more exciting for sure. Yeah. But I mean, he talks about, you know, he took away the intentional walks, put a clock on the pitchers, yeah. all that bullshit. I but hear you. But, I mean, add, add just rough guess, 10, 15 minutes to a game, but give me two extra home runs in a, a breakout inning, a three-run inning where guys are just stringing gap shots. Yeah, that's I, I would take those 10 minutes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I Side note on this balls with the being – more Ooh. slick. Ooh, I don't know. If, I don't know if you guys saw slick the balls. Verlander quote on it, but he said he was signing autographs, and it was literally like trying to write on a like Starbucks label. Jeez. Like you could barely <laughs> write on it. And I'm sure as you guys have all signed a baseball before, uh-huh. like the That's the ink difficult. literally yeah. bleeds into the ball pretty much. So we're yeah. not crazy. So they're definitely for slick. all the haters yeah. and losers. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. I do want to say uh, MLB did make a statement that all they did was to the balls was change the color like it's usually a blue label they changed it to gold for the world series but it seems clear that yeah. obviously something's going on behind well, the curtains don't you usually have to rough, rough up the ball before i mean i'm not a pitcher so sleek you you're supposed to yeah. yes but at the same time on average an mlb baseball lasts only six pitches so like they're cycling through pearls the uh, whole yeah, game true. so i mean if those balls are slick early they're only going to be used for a little bit and then they're just going to go right back to the brand new one that's just as slick as the other one maybe they should get a foul ball crew Foul ball crew. Take Michelle. it away from the fans. <laughs> I, like, I like the numbers shout you're bringing. Oh, yeah, shout-out friend of the program, Rashawn. Um, do you have anything uh, other to add about the World Series before we move on? Outside yeah. of that, uh, I guess, I mean, if you want my pick. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying, lock I'm some saying, in. I'm saying Houston in seven. Locked. So not looking locked. too good right now. Lock it in. Yeah, okay, Houston's that's why I'm seven. saying seven, okay. too. I think Dodgers okay. are going to win tonight. Okay. Kershaw's going to throw a gem. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. Houston's okay, so going to battle back. Do you think he's – I think the answer's obvious, but has he silenced – as he silenced the haters. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. I, I agree. I just want to know. I just want oh, to know. yeah. No, Kershaw's a dog. Yes. Uh, well, who's, going, Unreal. who's going for the Astros the board? Or in game six? Uh, Maybe we Rich should look that up Rich and Hill. be better at our jobs. That's right. the cool. Yeah, yeah, Rich Hill versus Verlander. Okay, so I'm taking Verlander in that 10 times out of 10. And then they got ground chuck on the mound for game seven. Anything right? can happen game seven. Undecided for game seven. What did you just say? Ground chuck. Charlie Morton, dude. We'll throw it back to the pirate days there. All right, we good for MLB shit? I think that's about it, yeah. Yeah, yeah Trub. All right, NFL, what do we want to talk well, about Well, I'm just going to get something out of the way real quick because we're going to – this is a football transition. We're going to – right before the NFL, little NCAA news because I don't know if we're going to get into it. But as a little – back to Twitter. Shout out to the haters and losers. Not going to name who they are. Calling me out for uh, a close Miami win. Yeah, hey, All I got to say – this is all I'm going to say about it because I'm not giving you any more time in my day. But the coach, Miami's coach, Mark Rick, said it best. If you win, that's the bottom line. That's a quote. So the bandwagon's rolling. I'm still driving. You can hate all you want. I just want to take a the quick note. Back. So um, obviously there's a huge Ohio State-Penn State game uh, this weekend. I think we'll expand on that more Wednesday since we're doing p- two podcasts we'll, a we'll week. We'll let settle down. So, yeah, just calm down for that. It's coming. We'll bring, uh, we'll bring, we'll bring, we will bring a fair <laughs> analysis, I think. Nope. Uh, I will. All right, let's go That's to the NFL. Uh, you want to talk about your Colts? Yeah, I'm actually Ooh. glad they lost to them. I'm going for the tank. I'm all on the Colts tank bandwagon. Um, I think it's a great Speaking idea. Speaking to the mic. Who do you want in the draft? Sorry. Uh, I don't know. You're looking away. We have a lot of issues. So then how are you on the tank train? Because, why? Well, I mean, take the all right, that's, I'm just going to time out real quick. He's had two mess-ups in the past, like, five minutes. So we forgot to introduce him at the beginning, but this is our reoccurring guest, uh, Jacob Schubert. Just so you guys all know, this is why he's the reoccurring guest. It was two two little mess-ups in a row. I mean, even even Sleek hasn't done that. And yeah. he, this is his first time even in this room. So 
Yeah, Shoot, I mean, you gotta step your game up. For. What did I even mess up? Just come on now. Keep, go ahead. Go All ahead. right. Well, yeah, the Colts tank. Um, honestly, I think they have to take Saquon if he falls. I think they'll get the, the the third pick. I don't think the Browns or the Niners mm-hmm. will take Saquon. Um, I think the Colts will have to take him. Do you think, do you think they take him there with Marlon Mack? I mean, Marlon Mack is. I mean, maybe he's gonna be a player. He, yeah, he's good, but Saquon's a dog. So you have any, uh, you whispering over there? I don't like secrets. Saquon. I didn't want to say it now, but it's up. It's it's out there. Saquon washed up. <laughs> I agree. He had the 51 yards. I mean, well, he listen. did return the opening. Okay, okay. Listen, 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 listen. That doesn't mean he's washed up. I'm just throwing this out. I'm just throwing this out. Uh, it's a question. I'm not personally saying he's washed out. We'll talk about that Wednesday. Or, well, you'll hear it Thursday. We'll talk about that. All I'm saying is he had the opening kickoff. Give him that. He had that one some yard run. I'll give him that. He's a great player. Was a great player. I don't know. That's what we're talking about. Chill. I think Trace is. But after show. that, but 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 after that run, they held his next twenty carries to eight yards. Yeah. To That's be fair, he, he yeah he did get stopped, but yeah. in my I mean Trace, this, Trace this Trace is an outside opinion. Play, I, I mean I'm a Texas okay. fan, okay. so like I don't like either of these two teams. That's That's fair. Fair. So. Saquon Barkley got dominated behind the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. so obviously that's on his well, lineman. Defense, Ohio State's defense. They were nuts. Yeah, they were yeah. solid. That's, that's, they I'm might just be doing the question out that's, there. That's that's my whole point of view as to why he's not really washed up because mm-hmm. they dominated the yeah. line. I'm just throwing the question out there because I mean, it, you could make the argument. I personally, I mean, Saquon, great player, obviously Heisman front runner. I I guess. Yeah. Um, we got a little a little Barrett. dark horse coming in after a great game. Just throwing that out there. But uh, yeah, he's a great player. But he could be. They could have been the turning point. He might be on the downhill now. I don't know. Very well, could be. We'll see. We'll see. We can't get into this. Only right time now. will tell. We'll talk. I know. We'll talk about it Wednesday. After right. I, <laughs> what NFL stuff are we going to talk about? We're going to talk. About, I mean, the Saints. Uh, Saints How about your up? Saints? Oh, yeah. Five in a row, something like that. In case you listeners don't know, I'm, oh, yeah. a, I'm a big New Orleans Saints fan. Yes. Uh, struggled through three straight years of seven and nine football. Uh, they're 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 on the the right track right now to be in the playoffs. Yeah, Drew Brees is hot take right now. Saints are going to play for the Super Bowl. Drew Brees has had a. They're calling Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Lock that in. Lock it in. Oh my! Hot take. No, they're going to play for the Super Bowl. They will be in the Super Bowl. Lock it in right now. Saints in the Super Bowl. Saints in the Super Bowl. Tough to say because I think the AFC is a toss up. AFC is a toss up. I'm not saying this right now, but the Bills are putting some fight up for the Patriots in that division. Shout out Tyrod Taylor. Just saying. But the NFC is stronger right than the AFC right now. I would say that. Yeah. The Eagles, fair. the Vikings. Eagles are nice. Saints. Wentz wagon, are you on it or not? Wentz is a dog. Yeah, he's he pretty good. So I'm a, I guess I would he's be on it. faster than I thought he was. He can move. Uh, yeah. yeah he's. Mitch Trubisky had a nice little 50 run. <laughs> you heard this. Yeah, yeah. too. The, the pretty boy assassin. Did you guys uh, see uh, players make plays? Zach Miller catch that ball today? I did Zach not Miller. see yeah. it. I heard about it. It was disgusting. And it, I didn't want to see it. Worse than Gordon Hayward. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I I didn't jinx it. him. And they um, called it not a catch. Like, what happened with that? The catch was so inconsistent. The ball never touched the ground is what I heard. Yeah, it never touched the ground So why is that not a catch? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, just really didn't have know. control. Or? Shout out to Big Cat. I know he's a big Chicago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you're yeah. listening, from part of my take, he was not very happy about fan the, of the show. No, red in the face. He is a fan of the show. So. Yeah, I think he is a fan. I think that was one of those uh, statistics we got. We got on our SoundCloud Pro. SoundCloud yeah. Pro. But uh, <laughs> what's gonna make me mad is tomorrow, NFL is gonna come out and say, "Oh, that was a catch." It, yeah, and it's like why come out and say because we know it was a catch. I hate that too when when umpires or referees they they say or the. They yeah. come out and say the, the next, next day, day, oh, we messed up. Uh, yeah, you no should have just kept that to yourself. <laughs> right. I knew you messed up. The only time I, I like that, though, is whenever someone else just blatantly calls out that umpire who messed up, then they just feel like shit. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, like. Umpire shaming. Yeah, umpire shaming. Hey, they deserve it sometimes. Yeah. yeah. They, they were right I've always pants. said, right. I've always said, uh, hell is going to be, if, if real, is going to be uh, me having to be an umpire, umpiring or refing games full of younger me's. <laughs> Because yeah. we, we, yeah, we, we did not get along. So <laughs> yeah. I'll just be having umpire games with myself yelling at myself forever. And that'll be terrible. <laughs> I don't mean to change the topic, but um, in the past series with the Cubs, um, there was a controversial play at home with the slide play. <coughs> Coach, do you, mm, you not share your input on this rule? Oh. We know you love this one. Because you were on Twitter. Yeah, I did, I did have this. a little bit of a tweet about it. Yeah, um, I've been off. So. Big uh, I am very disappointed with the way that that panned out. I don't think it should have been interference. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was catching the ball and making a play to the plate. He's on top of the fucking plate. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Whenever he was moving, oh, okay, hey, he's catching the ball and moving in one direction. He's not on top of the plate. Okay, but I like that rule as a base runner. 
Why? All right, because well, where, where do you want us to go? You want us to slide three ooh, feet around? Shoot, base running, short and air versus pitching coach. Dude, you gotta do it, guys. Well, can't run anyone over anymore because everyone's feelings get hurt. I mean, if he, if he would have slid, thank feet you, first, Buster. Okay, Pesci. listen, if he slid, slides feet first, there he hits his foot and he's safe. He slid head first, that, and though. that could risk an injury. If you go feet to feet with somebody, you're not gonna like. Break Let me just slide feet anything, first into Wilson Contreras' shin guards. If you're sliding feet first into Wilson Contreras' foot and you get hurt, you have the softest. You could jam. Yeah. You could jam <laughs> your feet. Do you think a jump was an option there? Could he have leaped? No. Contreras. Uh, no. Got a little, uh, got a little matrix touch of the plate right before, or a little bench warmers beep right before he, right before <laughs> yeah. he fell, right before he fell off the back. I mean, I would like to see it. I'm with Gil. Do you think, think it was possible? I, I'm with Gil. I, I think, think that could have avoided all this controversy. Just yeah. a little, just a little just jump right over, before you, you get right over top. Yeah, we need to bring jumping into baseball. Bring it back. It's, it's it's gotta, was it ever? Happen. Was it ever in? I've seen. There's the occasional glitter of. Regardless, we're putting it in. Where it's gonna be a normal play. Become a thing. I think it's illegal and I think it's against the rules in a lot of places. No. Yeah. You can jump over anybody. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. Maybe like not little league. I don't Show know. me the Carfax. We'll see. We'll, we'll do research on that. We'll come yeah. back. Saber metrics. Analytics. Oh, yeah. Big numbers. All right. We got anything else to talk about before we wrap For this up? For NFL? Whatever. I mean, NFL, I am 100% on the Will Fuller train. Okay. Don't know about anybody else. That's like fantasy. Yeah, that's, that's absolutely insane. Four games after college. I didn't think he was going to. Seven tutties. I didn't think he was going to. Seven tutties. I gave him too much that. credit. Never been on the defense. It's not like he has that many targets, too. Like, he has, like, 12 yeah. catches. And he has yeah, the he's getting, like, three, four, five catches a game, but it's he's ridiculous. just taking everything to the house. He's dope. Absolute animal. I won't make the same mistake twice. Also got to give some credit to Deshaun, dude. Oh, balling out. Rookie of the year? No. Who, who's your lock right now? Or pick? Not Maybe not lock. I won't make you oh. lock it in. There's a lot of options. Okay, it's so you just think it's not yeah. – he's not a, a clear favorite. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. She'd be a little hurt that the Browns passed up on this guy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I think in my pre- one of the previous episodes I, I said that uh, whoever like, decided to take Deshaun Kaiser over him like, probably doesn't have a job right now. And I think it looks even worse now. And, I mean, How Deshaun mad would you be if animal. you found out that guy had a job? I'm honestly pretty pissed. I wonder that. Would you write a Would you write a strongly worded letter to the organization? I mean, yeah. I mean, I uh, have, I'm surprised you haven't already. I, I had a draft for uh, Dan Gilbert <laughs> when they were looking for a GM. Did you actually? I uh, I almost I almost emailed it. Couldn't find. Did you have suggestions? Him. I mean, I like, this is what email. you should do. Not nah, well. Maybe no, not. Maybe not. Maybe but honestly, if you did like a redraft of all the players in the NFL, like Deshaun's like one of the top oh, picks just based on yeah. youth, for sure. Talent. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. So um, much potential. Redraft of the whole entire NFL right now. Who goes number one overall? It depends. That's, 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 okay. that's not a quarterback. That's not a quarterback. For NFL. one season, or are you redrafting for a franchise? Redrafting for a franchise. Going forward. Okay, that changes everything. Yeah. So then, yeah, Deshaun Watson's one of the top picks. Okay, that's not Deshaun, a quarterback. Carson that's Wentz. not a quarterback. Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I agree. Okay, nice. McCaffrey. No, he's not, not a runner. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. No, that's fair. I was just starting to hurt some fantasy. Cream Hunt. Cream Hunt's up there. Ohio guy. Zeke at all, maybe? Zeke's up there. Absolutely. I know he's a few years in as a running back. They don't last too long, but. I mean, wide receivers, even, like, I'd. I'd take AJ Green over a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. He, I mean, he's not he's not young, but he's not really Josh old either. Yeah. Yeah. Redraft would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe, that would be. Gotta maybe do that we, for a future we, episode. We probably, yeah, maybe dive minutes. into that a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That'd be ridiculous. All right, we cool. Anything the only other washed up I have is Cam Newton washed up. Lock oh, that in. You're locking. That is. Lock, a, that's you're not asking. In. You're saying. I'm saying. You guys are it's saying. It's usually a question. Uh, questions about saying. Saquon Barkley washed up. That's, that's a question. question. Absolutely a question. Yeah. Cam Newton washed up. Lock it in. Wash uh, up. He gets so butthurt during his interviews. He did get the dub today. But he mostly because Winston sucked. Yeah, that was just two bad teams playing each other True. and having fun. And Cam yeah. Newton still yeah. only passed for 150 yards. Is Nick yeah. Folk back from the IR? Or is he still on it with uh, his fake injury? Fake injury, wow. Yeah, fake, wow. that's that's a very bold accusation to make. He's very he's very washed up. Let's just say that Nick Folk. Cam Newton's got ten interceptions already this year and nine TDs. Andrew Luck hasn't played yet, so. Well, Jay I mean, what's that have to do with anything? Yeah, what uh, the fuck are you talking about? Honestly, I'd rather surgery. have Cam Newton right now. Reoccurring guest, Jacob Schubert. <laughs> Shut up. Winston was terrible, dude. Like, I think it's just the hard knocks curse. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, you think are you a are you a believer? I am a believer. Who was on the, the cover of Madden last year? This Tom Brady. This p- most previous Madden. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah, I remember it was the GOAT edition. Oh yeah. He's been doing all right. All Maybe right. he'll break an ankle. Or something. Struggling Maybe. Something. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully. I got one more thing. We didn't talk about it. Just Go for it. short NBA news because I mean what's up with there's the lives. It's just they're playing right now. But little Giannis MVP update. 
game today. 33 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists. MVP train. I'm driving that one, too. Fun fact about Giannis here. This might throw a little... This is a Give little, me numbers. It's not numbers. Okay. It's not numbers. This facts. is just a little flashback Science. into my past. So, I wasn't Ooh. a big NBA fan. Uh, we do this thing at Seton Hill where the morning we leave for Florida, we have a jersey day practice. Um, I was always a big on wearing the weirdest jerseys I could find. <laughs> okay. So, keep it, keep my first fun. year, as you guys know, I'm, I'm a bowler. Wore my bowling jersey. <laughs> oh yeah, freshman year. So you could have gone big for those of you that don't know. He is a, a real big bowler. I've never seen it in action, but I believe him. I can I can bowl a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little, a little bit. bit. Sophomore year wore an average Joe's uni. Ooh, there you go. Solid choice. That is a good choice. Junior year, I was really flexing nuts to find a solid jersey. Pull up some NBA jerseys. I see this on Tedakumpo. <laughs> I'm like, absolute money, buying it. Dang. First NBA jersey, only NBA jersey I've ever owned, Greek Freak. So are you, what I'm hearing is you're claiming you've been on this bandwagon for a while now. I, I was obligated. It was my first yes, and only NBA so jersey. You, so are you driving the bandwagon now? I He's on I, the MVP race. Can I, I, I send shotgun? Yeah, you're more than welcome. Okay. If I'm driving, you're safe. You heard it here I first. in the back somewhere. Okay, okay. you can be on You can be on it for sure. Let's yeah. make it a charter bus because I know there's a lot of people that okay. are going to be riding this. Outlets right or not. Sure. I'm not That's big. Those. What's that? Outlets, no outlets. Hey. Outlets. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Shub is not on the bandwagon. I, I think he's a great player. Go home, shoot. But not I, just, the I just don't think he'll win MVP. He is 100% dog. He's having – how many games did they play the Six? Seven. They're like 10 games in. 10 games in. Regardless, just, no one I just don't think right. he'll right. be able to consistently Here, no, put no, up I got these you. numbers. I just saw a tweet. I'll give, you num- I'll give you his numbers over the past couple games. I just saw it. Outside of deal. numbers, nobody Big can numbers guard guy. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a sabermetrics. Also right. outside Analytics. of numbers, has, he, has the anyone first ever six seen games. him hold a ball? Oh, yeah. Literally yeah, looks like a normal human holding a ball. I'm not denying he's a great player. I just don't think he'll be MVP this year. Can I – do you want to hear numbers real quick? I'll make it quick. First six games, points, rebounds, assists, in that order. 37, 13, and 3, 34, 8, and 8, 44, 8, and 4, 32, 14, 6, 28, 10, 7, 32, 12, 5. He's 22 years old. Ridiculous. He's I younger mean, than listen, me. Listen, I just don't see him putting up those numbers. All right, shoot. Okay, year. fair enough. You don't think he's going to win MVP. That's why you're against. But who do you think is going to win MVP then? No, I, mean, I respect I was still a big LeBron fan for MVP That's this fair. year. Okay. I still think he will win MVP. They are struggling to win games. Yeah, so they, I don't know what's their issue right now. I think it's just a team chemistry for them. They're just all trying to gel, find the right defense. Yeah, that's that trouble. Yeah. Defense wins championships. Derrick Rose came back today. Hey, just getting to the playoffs. Yeah, Derrick Rose is a real yeah. great defender. Yeah, oh, yeah. not Huge. defender. <laughs> Put some respect on his name. Isaiah Thomas is brutal. Yeah, I can't wait to. Yeah. He's hurt, but they're not going to be bringing back any stellar defense whenever he comes back. I I just think they're not going to win enough games because LeBron, for him, like winning regular season games isn't priority. That's what's kind of annoying. It's all about winning the chip. That's what I'm saying. It's the playoffs. times that it's annoying because it will be like the one seed in the East, but then the Warriors have like 30 games in front of us in the West, and then they have home court advantage. And it's just because we really don't care in the regular season. All right, well, hear me out. That's fair. I hear what you're saying, but it, you could try. Okay, they put in that extra effort, fatigue, everything sets in to, to try and match those Warriors' <coughs> wins, and they still don't get it. So you, you wore yourself out trying to compete with the best, one of the best. Well, it's a di- obviously a different team year to year, but like they're great. One of the best regular season right. teams ever. Yeah. They still have that, co- that core still there. Why, why waste your energy? Trying to keep up. Yeah, with I, I agree with it. I'm not. I'm not saying it's wrong for them to do that. I'm saying it's just annoying as a fan. I hear you. No, no, I hear you. It's hard to watch the regular season. I mean, it, and it's like, even professional like analysts are coming out and saying they hate. Like Charles Barkley even said, like he he hates pretending like it's not going to be Cleveland yeah. and Golden State again. Like, it, it's kind of an unfortunate reality we got going on right now. But for sure. I mean, it's on the. I think it's on the decline. I guess guys can't stay together forever. No, I mean, this was this better. was a topic you just threw Charles Barkley out there. Made me think about it. Topic and from a little bit of Woolery chat oh, from the ooh, evening ooh, prior. Uh, Woolery is the building that all the coaches live in. Uh, the the chat was, who wins in an All Star game, a NBA team made of eighteen or nineteen eighty to two thousand or a team made of two thousand to two thousand seventeen. That could be. It was a heated debate. That could yeah. be our fantasy. That could be our poll. Yeah, that's the sure. poll right there. Can you repeat that? Okay, who wins in a NBA game? Not saying what era it's in, any of that stuff, anything biased just like the that. Two, just two teams. Picks just two from teams. each era going up against each other. From 1980 to 1999 versus a team from 2000 to 2017. If there's any guys that cross over between the two eras, it's whatever era they played most in. Okay, and that is going to take place. We don't have a fantasy BS this week. That's going to be our Twitter poll. We need you guys to vote. We're going to try and settle this now, I guess. 
But yeah, make That'd sure you go. Awesome. Coach, what was your opinion on that? I'm taking the team from 2000 on. Yeah, okay. I agree. Too. Okay, yeah. we fought. We even fought out lineups and everything in this talk. And that was, was probably a debate it was in heated. itself. It was heated. Honestly, I was planning on going to bed last night because I'd wake up early. Uh-huh. Was going to go to bed at like 10. Didn't go to bed till like 12:30 because this was just heated. You're just going off. Hey, I understand. Yeah. I, I, my mind's already running. You got I'd LeBron. Like you got things. Kobe. Yeah. Like AI. Oh, yeah, you got yeah, AI. Yeah. Kobe. Yeah. LeBron, Tim Duncan, Shaq. and Shaq. Yeah, you got KG coming awesome. off the bench. Exactly. How do you, there's so many guys. That's the what base I'm saying. Itself but was probably but nice. like from 2000 on, like there's so many guys that are just amazing. It's ridiculous. And, but yeah. at the same time, from 1980 to 1999, so there's guys. so many guys that are just Jordan, dogs too. Bird, Magic. Bird wasn't really in that era that uh, much. Okay, well, he, was, he was probably on his way out. It'd be like yeah. Jordan, Scottie Pippen. Fuck who else? Gary Payton. You think? Huh? The Glove. Shout out Gary Payton. From the early 2000s, I'm taking Agent Zero off my bench 10 times out of 10. Okay. Gilbert Arenas was a dog. Yeah, he was. He was nice. All right, well, that's interesting. We'll see what you guys think. I'm, I'm interested to see. That was a great uh, kind of spur of the moment that thing there. I like that. I think it's going to be a good one. And thanks for coming on again. Uh, oh, yeah. Hopefully we can get you on again Absolutely. sometime soon. Absolutely. Be more than happy to come on mm-hmm. and we multiple hope you, times. Hope you guys enjoy the interview with Coach Calhoun. <laughs> and now it's time for our next guest. Nick Calhoun, how are we doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? We're good. Uh, so we just want to do a better job introducing our guests because we have guests from other than Bethany. So do you mind just telling the audience a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, um, I'm currently um, the head coach at um, USC Lancaster. It's a uh, junior uh, junior college in uh, Lancaster, South Carolina. It's, it's right on the border. Um, from Charlotte, North Carolina, and South Carolina. Um, I spent uh, the previous two years uh, coaching at Bethany College uh, as a graduate assistant. So uh, I've got some background with everybody here on the podcast, which I'm um, really excited to be talking Big to you guys fans. again. And uh, other than that, um, uh, <laughs> it's about me right now. All right, Coach. Uh, we're just going to start off. Uh, when can we get Mattingly on the podcast? That's actually the main reason why we had you on here to try to get him. So, Is that something well, we can swing? A lot of people ask me that, not just about podcasts. <laughs> but uh, he's, he's at that level where you got to go to him. Okay. okay. So do you think that's a – to come to you. If you go to him, he, he might give you a minute or two of his time. Okay. That, that's what I was, was going to ask. Do you think I had a legit shot at getting a response? Uh, oh, I don't like that already. If, in full honesty, um, probably not. Damn. No. All right. Hey, well, uh, you know what they say, shoot or shoot. So I'm going to go ahead and try that out anyway. Yeah, just a little <laughs> background. Uh, Coach Calhoun, or Don Magley, is his uncle, just for the audience members ties. who don't know We're that. We're trying to make connections out here. So, yeah, um, let's get started. Uh, you want to just talk about some of your favorite Bethany memories here and some favorite stories you have? Yeah, um, let me think. Other than how much you miss us. Believing Bethany, I was actually pretty sad because um, I graduated in 2012. Um, I went to school in Kentucky. I went to school in Chicago. Uh, You know, I lived in Oklahoma. um, Been out the West Coast. Um, But then my last two years, Bethany was, I don't know what it was about Bethany, but I really enjoyed it there. So when I left, I was actually really sad. Um, I'm trying to think. Probably the, uh, the funniest, uh, one of the funnier memories I have of uh, Bethany is, uh, I know I'm kind of, uh, didn't mean to talk about Shoop right away. <laughs> if you remember, uh, not last year, but my first year, so the year before, uh, we were playing uh, at W&J for a JVAC championship. JVAC. <laughs> and there was a ball. There was actually, it was actually a home run hit to deep right. <laughs> and it goes over the fence and it bounces up real high, but you can't tell exactly because of the time of day it was if it actually went over or not. She threw up his hands, and the umpires called <laughs> call ground rule double. <laughs> <laughs> and she ran in. I'm like, shoot, that go over? He goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely went over. That's what we like so to call that, hustle play. <laughs> that, was a, that was a hedgy play. That, that was some high baseball IQ. Definitely IQ. one of Sheeb's best moments. Oh, yeah. as, uh, oh, yeah. Bethany Probably my Bison. best player. <laughs> best play ever. 
honestly, since I've been to Bethany, so. Um, other moments that I really enjoyed, I really, I mean, I really enjoyed, like, it, it, before and after practices, um, I liked just taking you guys in the van, just hanging out, getting to know you guys. Uh, it was a really fun place. I'm trying to think off the top of my head another funny story. Um, oh, the first time, the first thing I remember about you, Ben, I don't, I don't want to, you know, <laughs> poke fun at you, but, uh, we were doing, um, Sizemore, or I was learning Sizemore for the first time, so it takes a while to learn Sizemore, and then you, you rifled the ball down to second base on, uh, one cover, two cover, I can't remember what it was, or you just threw the ball right on the back, and right after you did it, you were like, It's still there. Uh, is, it, is it getting, you getting more gray hair? Yeah, no, I just got my hair cut earlier this, or last week, and uh, I'm looking down, like, on the ground and stuff, and it was definitely more gray than than dark. It's getting bad. <laughs> I'm kind of worried. It looks pretty good in that graphic, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Say that. Plug, plug, oh. plug. There you go. Nice little silver fox action. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it. I, I think I think I pulled off all right. <laughs> you do, you do. Yeah. I just gotta wear a hat more often. <laughs> and uh, how's the new job going? Uh, how, and how's it different from Bethany right now? Um, it's different. From, right now, it's good. Um, it, I kind of got started late. I got hired in August, and our fall started August fourteenth. Oh wow. And, uh, yeah, so I was behind with lots of things. So we just finished up. Not to be, like, kind of won't call it too, like, baseball nerdy, because I'm sure you're listening to no, here about the differences between junior college and uh, Division three. But basically we can go six days a week from August 10th all the way to November 15th. And then uh, wow. in between the fall and the spring, we can play a total of 76 games. Whereas at uh, Bethany, we can only play 40 in the spring and have 16 outside practices. Wow. So it's, difference. it's a lot more baseball. It's not not necessarily, I'm saying it's better, but the rules are relaxed because, you know, people don't go to junior college to finish their careers. Yeah, they go to junior college to, you know, get somewhere else. Right. So it's, it's different being the head coach. Um, but I like it. I'm definitely learning a lot. Yeah, you, you definitely deserve it. I mean, I think we all saw it coming. Yeah. Uh, great coach, so well, just congrats again on that. Is there uh, anybody down there uh, as good as base running? No, as well? absolutely not. Probably not. No, they, uh, they were kind of uh, – no, they weren't as good as we were. Oh. But, uh, they were, uh, I'm, I'm never I'll take teaching. it. I almost thought about having you know, a talent lister like – I'm bringing them a guest, kind of a guest speaker to talk to you guys on base running. And then over Thanksgiving break, shoot, I was going to see if we could get you down here. And uh, oh. some wisdom on the kids. <laughs> How much are you paying? Teach them young bloods. Oh, wow. How much am I paying? All about the cash I'll give you a uh, free ride down here. I'll pay for your transportation. And then uh, you're on your own. You can stay with me <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. as much as that means anything to you. All right, cool, yeah, I'm in. As long as it's not an NCAA violation, I'm cool. Making deals out here. <laughs> Making deals. Yeah, you might have to check with that. There's many rules here, too, so. Yeah, we'll bleep that out on the podcast or something if it violates any rules. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we know uh, something cool you do in the summers, too, is coach of the Cape Cod. Oh, are there yeah. um, any cool stories you have about that or any uh, great players you've coached that are memorable to you? Um. Coaching the Cape was unbelievable. Um, I think the coolest story to me about getting into the Cape is that is how I got into it to start with. Um, I coached in the uh, Prospect League uh, in summer 2012. I coached in the West Coast League in the summer of 2015. And I was actually about to head back to the West Coast League but um, my girlfriend actually, um, she knew the commissioner of uh, the Cape. And when I was down in the, at the baseball coaches convention, 
in uh, January of uh, 2016, uh, she called me and says, hey, you've got a meeting with the commissioner. I was like, what? Like, I don't know the commissioner. And uh, she said, well, I do, so you got a meeting with them. So, oh, wow. That's awesome. And uh, we ended up, I, ended up, I met with them. Uh, we spoke for a little bit, and he told me, you know, so what, do you want to get in the league? What do you want to do? And I said, oh, yeah, I'd love to get in the league. He goes, well, I can't, you know, I can't get you in the league because I don't hire coaches, but I can give you the contact information for the coaches in the league, and you can kind of email them or call them. So I, uh, I emailed um, to it, um, Coach Roberts, and uh, he called me, and it was like, it was the most intense um, interview I've had up until that point. And uh, he said, I'm going to call some of your references. And then one thing led to another, and, um, you know, I told him that I would come up there for nothing. Like, I just wanted the experience. I just wanted to be there. And yeah. uh, and I, I got there. But literally, awesome. I had no previous connections to the Cape Cod League. It wasn't like they sought me out. I just basically emailed them and said, hey, I'll do whatever I can. I'll pick up all the baseballs during BC. You know, I'll do whatever you want me to do. I just want to be up there, and that's kind of what got me up there. That that was that's my most memorable story of the whole thing. But one of the funniest stories, just to me, is um, we were playing at uh, where were we playing at Bourne, and all the teams in the league. It's like ten teams, and they're all within an hour of each other because they're all on the Cape in Massachusetts. And uh, we were playing at Bourne, and Coach Rob or Coach Roberts. He's been at, uh, he coached North Carolina for a long time. Um, and now, right now, he's a roving instructor for the Chicago Cubs. And then he coaches in the Cape in the summer. And, uh, you know, we had our pitcher going three or four innings. And we had a guy warming up in the bullpen. Well, he's like, hey, I need four or five more pitches. And we were getting ready to head out on defense. So what he did was he let our starters throw. You know, eight pitches in between innings. Our catcher threw it down, and then he went out to the mound to make the pitching change. Where, you know, this is I won't bore the listeners, <laughs> but in baseball, if you make a pitching change, that pitcher has to throw to at least one batter before you can set them out. Well, our pitcher had thrown four innings, and so he wasn't a new pitcher, but our, our coach wanted to make the change right after his eight warm up pitches before the inning started. So he walks out to the mound and he says, I'm going to go to the bullpen. And the umpire goes, no, you can't do that. And he looks at him and he goes, why not? <laughs> and the umpire said, no, you can't do that. And this is the guy who's been coaching for, you know, over 40 years. So he knows the rules. He goes, well, I most certainly can. He goes, I'm bringing him in. And the umpire, everybody just, all the umpires just looked at him because I don't think they knew the rule, to be honest. And he looks at him and he goes, well, if I, are you going to throw me in jail if I bring him in? <laughs> and, and nobody knew what to say, so, so the guy just came in. Uh, that, that was a really fun That's one way to get the to job me. done. Yeah, for sure. But, but there wasn't nearly as many funny stories there because it's so, I don't want to say, we, we're really business-like. Yeah, no, we, for sure. Um, yeah. when, when we got up there, um, the way to do it runs it is we get there about 10 days before the season starts. Mm -hmm. And we'll practice two or three times a day. Um, and then as when the season starts, it's, um, what do we do? Oh, we'll, you know, have, like, infielders come in early for defense. And then we'll have catchers come in. And then we'll have early hitting. And then we'll have BP. And then we'll get ready for the game. And that's every single day. So my days are that's basically nice. 8 a.m. to 9 or 10 p.m. It's, it's as close as professional baseball oh, yeah. the uh the practice schedule or the schedule we ran so it was for you know it was giving guys a taste hey if you're, if you're gonna play professional baseball you better love it because you're there all day um so i mean that was pretty cool um and then yeah other than that it was just more of things that uh, if you're like a you know if you're a baseball player or a coach things that you'd find funny just little things that you know fans yeah. might not know that go on um, during the game. Like, uh, our, uh, if you, is it Saturdays are for the boys? That's yeah. That's a sports thing. 
Right. On Saturday, like our on Saturdays, our bullpen had um, had that, that big poster, and they would just put it on their bullpens, and they would just hang out, and That's we just went down the bullpen, make a change. Saturdays are for the boys and just, you know, just going <laughs> yeah, yeah, around yeah. things are going on in baseball. They're pretty cool. Part of the reason you love the game, you know, just the little things. We, yeah. we had stuff like that. I mean, we, we had that sniper much. for a while. I mean, not that that's a unique thing, but. We had Where Is, where is It? That, that oh, kind of well, yeah, well, that was killed. That yeah, was yeah, silenced. Yeah, we can't talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> where is it? <laughs> Lasted a whole one season. <laughs> So, hey, are you guys, guys like, are you still young? Um, come on, post. Oh, <laughs> yes, actually. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I mean, I've been yelling a little less. I don't know if you guys have noticed, because I felt like last year, like, that's kind of what I was known for. <laughs> and I kind of want to kind of want to be more known about, like, my play. Like, I right. felt like that was kind of overshining my ability to play. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what made you email Katuit? Or contact it too. Or did you contact any other places? I contacted. Um, I actually contacted every team in the league. Um, I had all ten of Not them. Not a bad idea. Um, most of them got back, or I, I say most of them. Two, two of them got back to me and said no. One of them was going to let me come on for like two weeks while they're waiting on another assistant coach um, to come. And then when the other system came, then I was gone. And he called me back. And uh, the way Coach Roberts is, he's really old school. And he was just saying, you know, uh, I usually call people and let them know. Um, if they email me, let them know whether I like their email or I call to tell them what I don't like about their email. So <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, my God. He was about I to rip you one. This guy, like, this guy. I'm in bad. I'm in trouble. But it turned out just to be a really good thing that you know, just reaching out to people. And what it really taught me was that you know, uh, it just reach out to anybody because you know the answer is always no unless you have it. And then what I'm also finding out now is now that I'm coaching, now I've got a little more confidence in reaching out to like you know professional coaches or you know higher um, level college coaches is that a lot of people aren't going to return your call, but the people that do return your call or your email are, are normally genuinely just good people, I mean, people you want to be around. So um, that's something I would encourage that, you know, the people reach out to whoever with whatever you want, even for your podcast, you don't know who's going to say yeah. And normally people that do, like I said, people that do say yeah, are the people that what I'm finding out is generally they're just good people in general. They'll do anything for you. All right, we appreciate the advice. Uh, it will probably take that here soon, honestly. Uh, but yeah, thanks for sharing these stories. Like that was, I'm glad we didn't do like a fantasy BS on life tips because that was a pretty good one. <laughs> kind of sounds the room there. Drop the mic. Now you said like teams just emailed you back saying no. Was it just like a straight no, or did they give you a reason? Or did it say, they say you big old F you? Any, like, criticism? I'm, I'm trying to remember correctly. One one guy emailed me back saying, you know, his staff's full. Um, if he hears of anything, he'll let me know. Another guy was kind of, he asked me a few questions, like, you know, where I live. Um, you know, what, you know, what I need to be paid. And, you know, and I would went up there and slept in my beautiful. car. And, you know, like I said, I just wanted to be there. I didn't care. Um, I was more along the mindset of I'm going to get there and then I'm going to figure out all the other stuff. Right. This is the most important part of me being there. But yeah. there wasn't anybody who just like, emailed back, emailed me back, was just like, no. And that was it. <laughs> um, it wasn't anything like that. But uh, they either just didn't get back to me or they kind of were, they're at least cordial about um, telling me no. Probably don't want to be around those no guys anyway. Yeah, for uh, sure. Probably not a good spot. Um, yeah, I ended up, I ended up, you know, I ended up best case scenario for me. Oh yeah, I mean, hey, that's what happens. You work hard, you, like you said. Answers always no if you don't ask. You you, you put in the yeah. time. It, it's it's one of those things that, like, you know, when I was, you know, when you're in high school or maybe you go into college, like, you hear that advice, and everybody, and even myself, that's so corny. Like that's yeah. just that's corny. That's what everybody says. But like that, that really it is the truth. Like, you know. It, <laughs> can't 
I mean, it's just one of those things you got to get there and do it yourself to understand. But uh, it is the truth. Well, there you go. Write that down, listeners. You heard it here first. <laughs> spit, spit some truth at you guys. Do you guys have any other questions? Um, so are you going to, like, force your players to listen to this? Because we're trying to expand a little bit. Uh, no, I'm not going to force them to listen oh, because dang. I feel like this is more of like a personal thing. Yeah, I can yeah. shoot it out. I can read it. But I'm not going to tell them. No. Just playing around. Just a little. No, if they don't listen, they don't play. That's how it goes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's got to be a rule. Yeah. <laughs> so, Coach, you shared one of your favorite memories of me, so I just want to talk about one of my favorite memories with you. So, this is the, your first year here, and, uh, you're hitting fungos, and the outfield was mm-hmm. throwing real shitty. Like, you are missing every cut. <laughs> and uh, so you just got off, and you're like, if we miss one more cut, I'm going to go absolutely insane. And it was, like, just one of the best moments. <laughs> just a little, yeah, just a little backstory, because for those of you who don't know, Coach Calhoun, he's a very pretty reserved guy, serious, but not yelling is not something you would ever link with him. So for him, when he gets like that, you know – you know shit's real, so yeah, yeah, for that to happen, yeah, you know, you know <laughs> yeah, you're in trouble. So it was, day for us. Th- it was huge. Now you know what's kind of funny about that moment, and I think that like, I think about I don't think about that moment a lot, but before I left, um, Lanero, you know, did like an impression of me during that moment, and I thought it was so <laughs> funny. And that was the day because I remember it. Um, we hit, it was a ball to center field, and it just sailed right over the cut. And we, yeah, like you're right, like the, the outfield had been thrown poorly. And it, well, a bunch of recruits were there, like five or six recruits were there as well. And I just lost it because I was so angry. And then I, right after I yelled at I kept hitting. And I was thinking, I looked around like, oh, man, I hope I didn't, like, scare off all the actual seniors. Holy cow. Sabotaging, so sabotaging the now, recruiting class. This might be kind of unorthodox, but what are, do you guys have any, like, funny memories of like me doing dumb stuff at Bethany for you guys or oh. things just make you laugh oh I just loved all the pregame talks yeah I was just yeah. gonna say that was something to remember for sure I thought that was a great way to go out into the game honestly it loosened everybody up like it was something guys really looked forward to you just told like a little joke or story right before and I, I don't know I enjoyed go, going out like that yeah I remember your story of uh, who was it Cole Calhoun oh yeah oh yeah, yeah. we were at St. Vincent yeah. yeah that, that was a pretty good story right. if you want to share oh, that yeah, again. go ahead actually please tell that again the, the Cole Calhoun story yes. yeah yeah okay now this, now just a kind of a side note I'm not related to him at all okay <laughs> fair disclaimer that's not who I am he's from the west coast and the story this is just the story I heard was that you know they were at a junior college and um you know, they were just out having a good time um, one night. And what ended up happening was, uh, like I said, this is the story I heard, was that uh, he ended up trying to, you know, impress some people and jump over um, a bonfire or something. And he ended up falling into the bonfire for a little bit. And he came out and uh, he had like second or third degree burns, like some of serious. So he goes to the hospital that night, and the next day they got no letter and he started in the outfield. I was <laughs> like, holy cow. <laughs> like, yeah, like, hey, big time players, they show up. Big time plays. Yeah, I have a, one on uh, my least favorite memory of you, probably. Oh. It's a game on the Skingham. Submarine pitcher. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I have him timed up. Could have stole probably 15 times off this kid. And you look at me. Base like, running extraordinaire. No, don't steal. We're down eight runs, and I was pretty upset, you know. My family was there. She was trying, trying to shine. You, know, you, you shut <laughs> You're holding him down. <laughs> yeah, I remember we were, we were losing, and I think it was the last inning. Yeah, it was the last inning. And you're on second shoot, you got it. And I know you've got it. And I'm just, <laughs> like, I look at you, and I'm like, no. Like, it was a good coach call, like, not a good no bro chance, call. No way. Yeah. I know you would have had it. I don't, think you, I don't think I remember you getting thrown out once. In any of our games, just to be honest, I mean, you've been proof listeners, squad, but definitely you were never thrown out at second or going from second to third. I do remember that. 
Good thing you haven't been here because <laughs> <laughs> she's she's well, been thrown out he's a, just a lot a little, this year. Too aggressive. He's not as careful. Yeah, he's not as careful as he usually is. He he's just kind of he's being real aggressive, real yeah. aggressive. Yeah, so for the listeners, um, Coach Cahoon was really helpful for us base running this year. Huge. And since he left, we've had some players help try to explain the programs, and she was one of those guys. I think he's just trying to impress everyone, like show off his skills, Ooh. and I well, think that's why. We're having why, an intervention here, right on the uh, The aggressiveness has turned into a lot of outs. Well, Coach, any uh, comment? Well, I mean, he who shall not be named when we're playing W and J screams. Everybody watch Schubert while I'm on second base, kind of telling W and J, "Hey, go ahead and pick off." Uh-huh. <laughs> this kid's gonna try to steal here. Well, you were dancing. You were dancing a little. Yeah, there's no excuse for failure. You were dancing. Oh, <laughs> hey, there was there was our uh, little surprise little surprise guest there. <laughs> a little wisdom. He's working hard though. He's still he's still got it. He just he he goes when last year Shub wouldn't go. He would yeah. know not to go. I think Ben's right. I think you're just trying to impress people. <laughs> All sorry, right. sorry. All right, Coach, you want to talk about anything else before uh, we head out here? Um. Oh, can I give my memory real quick? Yeah, uh, Gil's got a little memory. We kind of got off track. Yeah, we just, I, I was going to say it. Um, but it was that same, uh, I think it was the same Rio Grande game. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, we showed up, and we were. it was rough, and like we were all a we, little rough. We were rough. there, let's just say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just there. We were, we were just, bodies were there. How's that? And you gave this, you gave the pregame speech of a lifetime. You rallied a team of uh, struggling individuals to play two solid, solid baseball games. Uh, shout out Sosa, if you're listening. One of the best pitching performances I've seen. But it was yeah, wild. Yeah, shutout. Yeah, nuts. Seven inning shutout. Yeah, Shub uh, thought about blowing it, but he didn't. But yeah, that. It was a pregame speech of a lifetime. You inspired you inspired a whole team to do the impossible. So I just want to give a little shout out to that. I, I will never forget that, especially how my day started. If you remember me running out of <laughs> the bottom of the CV. Yeah, you fell down the hill. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna say it, but yep, I slid, I probably slid about 20 feet, and I did consider I did consider just going back to my room at that point. I was surprised. I was seriously surprised. The amount of guys. I don't think we had anybody not show. Maybe we had one or two. I don't but think I was, actually. I, I was surprised it. the guys showed up. It was tough. It was tough. Yeah, that was, that was definitely an early morning. Hey, but that's that's just that's the kind of coach you are. Just inspired, doing the impossible. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I remember, I remember telling. Like we get there, and it's actually like a gorgeous day. Oh yeah, it ended up I'm being. Like, I know, I know, nobody wants to be here under the circumstances. Right. God, it's just such a great day out. Long trip. Yeah. I just kept thinking about that. Three-hour drive around there. Oh yeah. I was stuck in, the, uh, in that fence forever. <laughs> oh yeah, she lost his leg. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, last thing, do you have any uh, impressions of the World Series or any predictions? Oh, yeah, give us your baseball talk. I mean, I have to be honest with you, I haven't followed the Dodgers or the uh, Astros at all because I follow, you know, the Marlins, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, I would like to see the, uh, the Astros win it uh, for selfish reasons. But, <laughs> A little bad blood with the I Dodgers, mean, huh? Bad blood. It's just the way the trend uh, that baseball is going is how it's so analytical and numbers driven, and like I understand it, and that's how you can't fight it. But I think what it does is when you have um, organizations that are just so about the numbers, it creates kind of you know there's no patience with you know, like the players play. or coaches or managers, and then um, I guess uh, you know it's, it's personal. I don't want to get too too deep into it, but uh, no, we hear you. It, it puts a lot of a lot of like I want to say a lot of good people out of work, um, a lot of hardworking people. But um, I, I'd like to see Houston win, but I don't, I don't, I couldn't tell you. Because I think they're both equally good. I don't think one's so that much better than the other. You're not gonna lock in that pick. You're not gonna. You're not gonna lay it down. 
I'll lock in Houston. Okay, there you go. You heard it here. And how many years? I love the NL, but I'll, I'll lock okay, in. Okay, lock um, in. You heard it here first. You think it goes seven? Um, I think, was it two to two right now? Two yes. to two right now. Yeah. Just blew the last yeah, game. I now. think it'll go seven. I do uh, have yeah. one last question for you. Uh, what's up with the balls? Oh. Uh, you think there's something different? In, or? in the league, are the balls juiced? Are the balls juice? Yes. Yeah. You're a little closer I think than we the are. Baseballs are juice. No, I don't think the baseballs are juice. I think okay. the way, and this is a little inside information for you guys, Ooh, your listeners, my sneak peek. Sneak peek. So I can only speak about the uh, one professional team um, in general, in general, not the not the Marlins, but a team that I will not name. Because um, I don't want to get in trouble for divulging information. That's fine. That's but fair. Um, the way the way that swings are being taught, like organization wide, and it's probably not just one team; it's multiple teams. But they're be, they're just being taught the launch angle, and it's just all or nothing swings. And so I think you know now that that's the emphasis, that's why balls are getting hit out like they are. Because nobody wants to the way the way spread or the way shifts happen and uh, just the way offenses and especially high velocities like there are because when you have high velocities like that nobody when you throw 98 99 nobody cares really what your pinpoint accuracy is can you they care can you throw strikes so you know there's not a big emphasis on hitting your spots it's just you know can you hit a bomb against somebody growing fire and so sort of, I don't think they're juiced now uh, just so you know before you uh, stick to this you are our first naysayer of the balls being juiced are, are you ready to take that stand on the other side of the line I'm ready to take that stand because I doubt okay <laughs> I, I don't want to throw salt on okay. anybody but I doubt there's any sort of um, really good research done into well, what I, goes in making a baseball. The people who say they are juiced, I don't think they'd have a good reason why to say they're juiced. So you're calling them liars? I'm not calling them liars. <laughs> I'm just saying they're saying they're juiced because they're being more home run shit, and that's it. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Um, well, we're big numbers guys, so I mean, I hear what you're saying, but I'm, I'm going to need to keep researching this. Uh, but I appreciate the insight. I'm still a ball juice guy. Okay, so you're telling me you think they're juice? Uh, until proven otherwise, yeah. Why? Now, why do you think they're juice? Uh, just the amount of home runs. I mean, I hear what you're saying with the swings, but like I've seen, I've just seen more junk. We're junk science guys, so I've seen more of that for the balls being juice than real hard science about launch angles and whatever gibberish you're talking about over there. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I'm curious. It, it can be gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, throwing shots. But the rain, main reason I think the balls are juiced just because the home Can't run record them. this year, um, it like overcame the steroid era. And just after we had a couple past years where pitching numbers were at an all time high. So I just think that's real suspicious how um, hitters have made this big of a jump. Like, I do agree the research is a lot better with, like, you know, the launch angle and all that, but I do think it's a combination of the balls being a little different and the hitters getting better. Okay, so I have a question then. If the balls were juiced, hypothetically, I'm not saying they are, because you do have good science, would you care? Maybe a little different perspective being a, co being a coach, but, like, would you care if the balls were actually juiced? Would I care if the balls are being juiced? Yeah, or as a, as a fan of baseball, how's that? I mean, obviously, as a coach, you probably care. As a fan of baseball. No, I don't care if they're juiced. Okay. It's the same thing about, I mean, I, with me, at a professional level, it's like the NFL. Like, I want to be entertained. Right. I don't, you know, care about the X's and O's. I'm not a football coach. So, like, when they uh, relax the rules on football celebrations, um, I loved it. Yeah. That's why Agreed. I would go to games. I just want to be entertained. So I can see, especially because of the way baseball's going, games are getting longer because it's either strikeouts or home runs. Um, home runs, people love to see them, so you can get more of them. It's great for baseball. So, no, I don't care if they're juiced. 
That's a pretty good answer. All right, so thank you for joining us again. Uh, we hope to have you on sometime soon, and uh, good luck with the new job. Hope everything continues to go oh, yeah. well for you. Congrats again. Yeah, thanks, guys. Like I say, anytime you want me on. Oh, yeah. I love it. Yeah, um, for sure. We're looking for reoccurring guests. Besides me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I love being on it. Um, I really do miss all you guys. I have a best move. I, I just miss being there. Like yeah, said, we miss you too, Coach, for sure. For whatever reason, it's just a place that I really, really love being. Um, I love working with you guys. I love hanging out with you guys. I love, you know, uh, hearing Schubert, Schubert go, where is it? Where is it? <laughs> I can't say that anymore. Yeah, well, shut down. Uh, it's a lot of fun. So, um, yeah, anytime you want me on, just let me know.